0: Do feel like Clemson's taking a gamble on you in some regards just because of your lack of head coaching or even coordinator experience? No.
1: And Clemson runs out of the field and
0: celebrates. They come to California and strike gold. If you ask me, I think it's a pretty good bet.
1: And for the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. And Georgia is going to conquer the Crimson Tide. Welcome to another episode of Bruise Bros Football. Uh, I'm your host, Aaron, with my co-host, Coker, that we just found out has never heard the song Come As You Are by Nirvana. It's kind of overrated, I think. <laughs> it's overrated. I've played like... 20 seconds of it and it's overrated yeah I, i've heard enough <laughs> you ever heard uh smells like teen spirit is it, like, is it Nickelback or Nirvana? no okay <laughs> the, oh my god we should honestly restart i'm leaving that in just so this is we're finally gonna get hate mail finally oh my goodness god that was the easiest intro ever just because you're a piece of shit that's all we got from that oh man uh yeah so i have i don't know if you had anything but i have like no news we usually start with some news which the past like few weekends somebody's gotten fired, but I don't think anyone got fired this weekend. Am I forgetting somebody? I now that I think about it, someone totally got fired, right? The Panthers coach. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah, whatever. This is a college football podcast, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Matt Rule. He what was Matt Rule though.
0: He'll probably be coaching
1: college football next year. He probably will come back. He'll just go straight back to Baylor. That'd be crazy. That would be shocking. <laughs> uh, Oh dude! Again, also another thing, I'm trying to work on my ums this week. Um, So, you know, you can send more hate mail if I like, just like you know, keep saying um. Uh, Coker likes my ums. I don't really know why. I think I
0: think they work well.
1: (laughs) But that's like the one criticism I've gotten through this like whole podcast. So I'm trying to make I'm trying to better myself. Okay. So see, almost I wanted to do it just Uh. now. Oh, I wanted to do it so bad. All right, so let's just get right into. Uh, this Clemson game right here. So Clemson goes to Boston College, pulls off a win, thirty-one to three. I said pulls off. I don't really know why I said that because it was a pretty dominant win for the most part. Uh, slow, <laughs> already going for the homes, man. <laughs> uh, so I, I, you know, I took some notes on this game. Uh, I'll I'll let Coker go first. Let's do that. I always do that for Clemson. So what you got, man?
0: So I mean, it was just another sluggish start. Ten to three at halftime. I'm sure Dabo lit him up in the locker room. The stats were underwhelming. DJ eighteen of thirty-one, two twenty-three touchdowns, one interception. He did run the ball twelve times for sixty-nine yards, but just nothing really stood out on offense on this game. We didn't. It, I think we had a vanilla game plan going into it. We didn't use the tight ends as much as we have been in the in the past few weeks. Really, just uh, our defense played really well. And you just had to just watch the offense struggle and finally put up 31 points.
1: Yeah, I thought the I thought in the first half, especially uh, Georgia's been doing this a lot, too, where the defense is, you know, they're not not playing bad defense, but they're just not getting to the quarterback. They're not they're they're letting plays extend too long. And it's giving the quarterback or whoever enough time to make a play. Uh, You know, you mentioned DJ running the ball. I really like DJ running the ball, especially when he gets some open field. I think he's maybe underrated in that part of his game. I think a lot of people like that part of his game, but I also think he's not quite getting the credit he deserves running the football. When he can get north-south, I mean, he's pretty effective.
0: He's got that one little slow-motion juke that somehow gets yeah. the first guy every time.
1: Yeah, he threw a great ball to Ingata in the third. I think that made it 17-3. to I thought the halftime adjustments for the front seven play was really well done. Just, you know, again, they're letting those plays extend a lot. They're not they're not getting to the quarterback. But I think the bulk of y'all's sacks was definitely in that second half. I don't even know. There there may have been one in the in the first half. Was one of uh Xavier Thomas's in the first half, do you remember? I don't even remember. No. Uh I saw and then they had a great bobbling catch um by a Boston College receiver kinda right there at garbage time. That was kind of the only play that Boston College made the whole game. And uh Yeah, like I said, again, I had this in my notes, you know, I think DJ should run the ball. I think he runs the ball enough, but I think he could maybe run a little more, maybe put that in the game plan a little bit more for Clemson. And uh, that really opens things up in that passing game. And he's throwing good balls right now. Yeah, and they generally wait towards the end of the season, if not championship
0: games, to really open up the quarterback run just to protect him.
1: Yeah, I did think he threw a very very bad interception in that first quarter.
0: Yes, he did. I mean, that was
1: really bad. It, it, was it right to him. Oh, man. Like, yeah, it was it was a really really bad one, but you know, he made up for it for a lot of uh with a lot of other good throws. Uh, I thought the run blocking once you guys got going was really good and uh just just a guy I noticed, Davis Allen is a really good blocker. Davis Allen is one of the just
0: most solid all-around players we have
1: yeah he seems like you hear his name like I feel like every three or four minutes whether it's a blocking on a play or you know making a catch or whatever he's doing the thing I thought was really not great especially in the first half was the pass blocking though I thought the run blocking was blowing the pass blocking away way, the defense was really good you saw that was last week where you saw Nate Wiggins actually turn around and I thought Nate Wiggins played
0: well this week. Yeah, I mean, he played well, but, but against NC State was the first time you saw him turn around. And oh, gotcha. Around. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Nate Wiggins played well. Pride played well. We were the secondary. All the defense played well. Yeah. That was, we had more defensive linemen available that game than probably any other game.
1: Yeah, I know they've been. Going
0: into been next better. week. Play Syracuse, don't you?
1: No, Syracuse is in two weeks.
0: Yeah, going into the next week. Playing Florida State, we're gonna have the healthiest all-around team that we've had for any game this year.
1: Is that uh, in Tallahassee? Yeah, it is. Hmm. That's. I mean, that's interesting. I don't. You know, I don't know how good they are, but they played some good games.
0: What's, Jordan Travis was really bar.
1: interesting. The spread I think started at like six
0: and a half Clemson, and it's gone down to like three and a half. That is so, interesting. Yeah. That's
1: got to be some home field advantage in that yeah, equation, just, right?
0: I don't know if it's just big money's going to Florida state or you've got a lot of different people putting money on Florida state, driving it down just cause they're half decent this year and they are still a really big name in college football. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was going to start at six and a half and go
1: up a little bit. Not the other way. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't think we're do we're picking that game today, but, um, cause I, cause you know, I, It'd be fun to pick it, but I I I would be shocked if Florida State hung around in that game. I just think that Clemson's a lot better than they are right now. Me too. Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't have much more to say about this Clemson game. It was kind of a uh, you know, I, I don't want to say boring, but it just you know slow start. There was no point scored to like the third quarter really. It like was, it was a very meh game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I
0: mean, maybe the most interesting thing. Well, I think the most interesting thing is XT Xavier Thomas. We'll talk about that later. Oh yeah. But the second most interesting thing. Uh, Boston College's coach got really mad at Dabo for putting DJ in and, and scoring that last touchdown and like mm-hmm. driving up the score to thirty-one. Really? What? What? Uh? How, like how? Like on the sideline? He apparently was like yelling from the sideline to Clemson's sideline. Wow. And then if you see the exchange after the game was over, it was it was pretty bitter. And I think Dabo tried to explain what he was doing, which I assume was you know trying to and still some confidence in his offense and uh also every point matters in the
1: playoff era. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so that's strange though because it's not like he scored a touchdown to go up, you know, 63 to 3. It was just he won by four touchdowns. That's like a you know, I don't really know how to put that. That's like a respectable blowout, I guess. Like, yeah, you know, I, they
0: didn't I, I don't really get it because I mean, uh, on one hand, you're like it's 10 to 3 at halftime. Our offense looks terrible. And then all of a sudden in the same
1: game, somehow we're criticized for blowing a team out. (laughs) Yeah, that's wild. I think, you know, I think I look back to like, I want to say the 2013, 2014, like Florida State teams under Jimbo Fisher, dude, I remember they would beat teams like 77 to like 10. Like it was crazy. Like that's, I feel like once you get up to those numbers, like you have somewhat of a reason to, you know, say they got to run up the score, but that's. That's really strange. I mean, yeah, I didn't really get it, but he definitely was not pleased after that game was over. God, that's crazy. Did he say anything at like a press conference or anything, or was it just after? Uh, I didn't hear anything okay. after the post game. Yeah, I have something. I have kind of something similar that Kirby said that we'll get into. Um, well, I guess right now when we talk about the dogs, man, I just realized I didn't take any notes on my own game. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, well, you at, were there. So. Yeah, I was there. That's <laughs> true, uh, but. Yeah, Georgia gets a win over Auburn 42 to 10, very similar to Clemson where, you know, pretty slow start. Uh the game was I would say close really I mean until the second half. And, you know, just Auburn just couldn't keep up in the second half and, you know, Stetson started playing well. Uh the biggest takeaway from this game for me is just that we've got to start playing a complete game and I think, you know, I think the set the second half explosions that we're having and it's I shouldn't even say explosions, but you know, it's not gonna work playing a half of football when you get to the playoff or uh, you know, even when you get to Atlanta for the SC championship game, just you if we make it. Um you gotta you gotta play a full game every week and Georgia's just not doing that right now. Uh you, you got you watched about the you said you watched the first half of this game, so you you kind of saw the boring stuff, but
0: Yeah, I mean I saw some I did text you during it. It was it was really neat to watch a running back hit a hole and get like four yards and then his offensive line come and help him and push him for another three and end up on a, a seven yard run on on third and short. Oh yeah. It's just something that like I don't remember the last time we saw it at Clemson I guess it's really since e t n left.
1: yeah no and it's it's awesome we've we've had that o line push you know we've done that a lot in the past few years you know we've done it you know plenty of times in the past, but it's become a real big thing and i you know I think in all football it's become you know like pushing a running back for like seven eight more yards is something that o lines are really pushing to do and you see it a lot more in college football but yeah i mean we got these these guys are too uh not starting running backs led our team. We got Branson Robinson that had twelve carries for ninety-eight yards and a touchdown, and then Dejan Edwards, man, twelve carries, eighty-three. He had three touchdowns. He almost had a fourth. We got it. Uh, it was called back. I think we held on the play, so it got called back. And then Stetson Bennett, sixty-four uh, yard run for a touchdown. I think it says sixty. I thought it was a sixty-one yard. He might have had. He might have had two uh, two really short little runs before that. Because it's in, in college, a sack doesn't count against the rushing yards, right? Which I don't think he but got he did. sacked. I said, did he get sacked? He fumbled one he time. I but... it gets passing yards. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, our, you know, Kendall Milton went out in the first quarter with an injury, but Kenny McIntosh just didn't do much in this game. I mean, eight carries for 37 yards. Uh, and it's first time all season where I've like really – really had a reason or wanted to talk about the running game because we ran the ball like crazy. I mean, yeah, 39 rushes, 7.5 yards a carry,
0: 292 total yards rushing. Yeah. And six touchdowns. That's That's, all of our touchdowns. (laughs) To me, it kind of says the same thing that the Clemson (laughs) offense strategy showed was, Hey, we're playing Auburn. We're not going to give up too much. Let's just pound down their throat, running the
1: ball and get out of here with a W. I just can't believe that we were able to do that. And, It goes back to what I said maybe week three is just Auburn, you know, Auburn does not look like Auburn right now. You don't just run the ball in Auburn. That's not really been their culture for the longest time. They've always had those big guys up front, um, and they don't have that right now. You know, I said before the game started, the D-line looked kind of small, especially for an Auburn team, and they kind of played like it for for the most part too. Uh, I guess the last thing for this game really is just – you know, Brock Bowers getting locked down for the third straight week. I think you you know, you can't take too much from it because you're getting double teamed, you're getting really deep up when they know how good he is, you know. Like they're gonna they're gonna stop him from getting the football. Um and the passing game just didn't do much. Stett came alive in the second half, but another game with no touchdown passes for Stetson Bennett, it's been a really strange year where he's playing a good ha- second half in the game and just doesn't score a touchdown. So it's a really strange year, but uh,
0: yeah, I just think too, when you're looking at these elite teams, which I'm still going to put Clemson in that category, partly because of their uh, opponents. Mm-hmm. But uh, these, these coaches are playing for December and January. Yeah. Like they're not, they don't want to show anything in September, October. That's even November, true. If they don't have to. Yeah. So I mean, it might look like a sloppy win,
1: but if, I mean, you win by 32 points. Oh yeah, and that and that brings me to what Kirby said in his press conference that you you know you said something similar to it earlier. Is he said in the press conference? I think it was directly after the game. Um, I'm not apologizing for a 42 to 10 victory. Yeah, exactly. And he should have. Yeah, I mean, especially when you just turn around and hand the ball off. And look, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Matter like we won it it didn't matter that you beat Missouri by four points it doesn't matter you won the game I mean look you know and again I'm not a rankings guy but we're number one in the nation again so obviously somebody a lot of people think that we're also pretty good so as long as Georgia wins out even if you lose in the championship game you're going to the
0: playoffs so I mean the name of the game is show as little as you can yeah, and come out with
1: W's, and you're gonna be just fine. Wow, see, this tells you how much I don't pay attention to rankings. I didn't know OSU, Ohio State, jumped Bama. Ohio State's number two in the country. Did you know that happened? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know Bama had fell two spots. I feel like the top three is just gonna, well, look, cycle. Well, You know, we'll get to this game last. I saved it for last because it's definitely the best game. But Alabama, you know, kind of showed what they were without Bryce Young. Man, yeah, it's it's not. It's not great. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how great it is with Bryce Young right now. Let's go on to the TCU and Kansas game. Now, did you catch any of this game? A little bit? Highlights? Yes? No? Just don't ask me that. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you said you took a nap at some point Saturday, and I don't know when it was exactly, so sorry. But uh, the TCU defense was so good in the first half of this game. Uh, quarterback Daniels gets hurt. Uh, uh, Kansas' quarterback Daniels gets hurt at the end of the first half. Um, and then Kansas takes the lead in the third after being down for a little bit, and then really from that mid third quarter to mid fourth quarter, this game is just a shootout. This uh, I can't remember the guy's name, the backup for uh, Kansas. Do you have that pulled up? Go to the box score and what's that? Jason ass? Bean. Yeah, there you go. He, this dude was balling out, man. Like, I, I mean, throwing dimes like to the back of the end zone. Like tough catches made by the by the receivers. Uh what, what did he end up with? What were his stats? Sixteen for twenty-four, two hundred and sixty-two yards, and four touchdowns. <laughs> that's the one backup. EMT. And that's the backup to uh, you get, know, what they called a Heisman point, hopeful. He had a ninety point one QBR. Oh my god, man. That is wild. Yeah, he was balling out and really TCU just just holds on in the end. Uh and both both quarterbacks in this game were throwing incredible balls all the second half. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. You know, kind of kind of like Took me back to that, like, 2012, 2013 Big 12 football when you had RG3, just, like, throwing it all over the yard. It was really, really fun to watch. Um, and, yeah, you need to watch the highlights of this one, man. It was it was really good stuff. Come to Missouri and Florida. So Florida gets a win. What was the final of this game? 24 to 20, I believe. And this was another just – neither of them are in the top 25. You're not going to find it there. <laughs> But this was a it was a really good game. I, really, really the only reason I even put it on here is because it was a good game. Florida's defense, you know, I think is pretty good. You know, I don't I don't know I don't know how good that offense is, but their defense, you can tell they're they're pretty good players, and they got a couple transfers on that defense too. Actually two transfers from uh Georgia. Missouri chose a pick six early in the second quarter, kinda changed the momentum. Uh I said this last week. Missouri's skill guys are pretty good. This is in my notes right here, man. So, you're talking about a game in the swamp, Florida, in Gainesville. There's, like, no one at this football game. And so, it made me wonder, like, what's the, like, what's going on in Gainesville? Like, what's the culture like? Like, are they, you know, you've got a coach that's coaching in his, what, like, sixth game? Like, why, why do you think... You know, are they not along for the ride? It's just kind of uncharacteristic uncharacter- of Florida to just not show up to their football games. It's just impressive you can throw for sixty six yards and win a game <laughs> in two thousand twenty two. Is that yeah? That's right. Uh, so Anthony Richardson only accounted for a hundred and one yards total. I think he had eight completions. Isn't that right? It was sixty six, and then he had like forty five rushing yards. Am I wrong about that? Let's see, he had 45 rushing yards. Yep, right. so that's, what is that, that's 100, no, that's 111, right? Yeah. Yeah, wow. 111 total yards, and they won the game. And I think that speaks to what I said a minute ago, man. I think their defense is good, and, you know, that Missouri quarterback is not good, and that helps. Yeah, I was going to Missouri helped out a lot. Yeah, and man, this, uh, Anthony Richardson throws a dart for a touchdown in the fourth to kind of make it a two-point, or two-touchdown uh, lead, and just... You know they just Missouri just can't come
0: back. Even though their quarterback was twenty two of thirty, two hundred and twenty yards, just no touchdowns and two interceptions. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he's
1: yeah you know he's you know credit where credits due I guess you know he's throwing for all these, but he threw he threw a pick really late and it was a like crazy catch kind of like a bunch of guys all over the ball and Florida comes up with it and uh, that that was that was just that was that so let's come to Missouri and Arkansas so this is one of the Three games right here in a row that are really easy to talk about because they were just blowouts, man. Mississippi State just stomps Arkansas. Did I say Missouri or Mississippi State? Just a second Missouri. ago. I knew I did. I caught myself though. I okay,
0: what you roll? With I'm that. not
1: even going to cut it because because I, <laughs> I want people to know that I'm paying attention. I, I realized I did that. Um, <laughs> um, I've been. I feel like I've been better. I can't wait to listen to this and realize I haven't been better. You're been a lot better. <laughs> Yeah, Mississippi State jumps, uh, just stomps Arkansas, man. Uh, Arkansas's secondary is terrible, and that is not a good recipe against a Mike Leach offense. Yeah, it it was, I mean, look, it was very just one-sided. Did you see that stat I sent you last night? Mike Leach is just the fucking man. Yeah, he's awesome. Did you see that stat I sent you last night about Will Rogers? Yes. Dude, so so Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers is now the all-time leader in completions in the history of the sec he passed aaron murray whose record stood since 2013 oh yeah aaron murray played and did it in 52 games this is will rogers 28th game that's crazy that's nuts and you know aaron murray did it in a offense that threw the ball a good bit but was not an air raid i mean you you know you're part of a mike leach offense mike leach has never coached in the sec until now so at least not as a head coach i'm not really sure where he's been as an assistant, but. yeah, that's just an insane stat. It's really not that crazy when you think about the fact that Mike Leach is there, but still, I mean, I'm sure that like everywhere else he's been, has probably set a record like that too. So, yeah, I'm kind of shocked they actually rushed the ball Mississippi State for 37 times. Wow. Well, how much? How many yards did they get? 173 is that? What 173. That yeah. Wow. I don't even know who their running back is because all they do is throw the ball. So, <laughs> I didn't even. I don't even know what's his name. Let's give him a shout out. Old Dylan Johnson. Dylan Johnson. I think I actually know that name. Yeah, he's, he's been there for a little bit, yeah. But yeah, Will Rogers is playing really well. Um, Dude, like, Mississippi State's playing, playing really well. Which, that's what Mike Leach gets his quarterbacks to do, though. Yeah, well, they, you, you just have to. If <laughs> you play for Mike Leach, you better just be able to throw the ball all over the yard <laughs> and, and throw it well. Does, uh, is, that the, is that Arkansas? They has it, Have they lost third three straight? They're 3 games? and 3, so it's sounds... But hasn't it, has it gone A and M, Alabama, Arkansas in that order? That is brutal, yes, man. Yes, it has. Wow. They started 3 and 0 and they're, they're now quick 3 and 3. Wow. Wow. Which they've really only beat Missouri State, Cincinnati and South Carolina, so it just might not be that good. Yeah, they just started. Yeah, they started playing somewhat decent teams, I guess, and just can't do it, man. So I love. I, I hate yes, that. Yes, sir. Ah, dude. I was just about to say I hate that for Sam Pittman, <laughs> man. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. Uh, another one right here, man. Tennessee. Now, me and Chaz last week, we were just like, oh man, like I love the home field advantage for LSU right here. You know, I think that they can do it. They're well coached. Tennessee just blew them out in Baton Rouge. It was y'all just love LSU way too much. <laughs> it was not close. Uh, Forty to thirteen and i don't think it was ever close i'm pretty sure it was 24 to nothing before lsu scored i'm pretty sure we were watching a little bit of it at the tailgate in athens but i mean tennessee just looks so good man i don't know I, I, nobody wants to play them right now i do not want to play them
0: <laughs> no i mean i think they've what they have the number
1: 1 offense in the nation right now right uh, they have to. I mean, I don't. I don't know exactly, but they have to. Hendon Hooker is just. just got to be the front runner for the Heisman. Yeah. this Point just stats wise at least. Yeah. In this game, I looked at it earlier when I was like looking for, uh, you know, candidates. I guess for next level shit. And there's he just didn't really. I mean, seventeen for twenty-seven. What does it say? Two thirty-nine. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Just a a solid night. Not yeah really special. Though. Yeah, it just wasn't very flashy, but. You know, it doesn't have to be when they're, I mean, is is Tillman still hurt? Is yeah. Cedric Tillman, he's still not playing? Wow. No,
0: but yeah, that 49 rushes for 263 yards, two touchdowns. Jeez.
1: I need to look that up if Tillman's out for the year or not. He might be out for the year, and I just don't even know it. But, and then we'll come to our third blowout in a row. Um... Dude, Texas in the Red River Rivalry, man, (laughs) shuts out Oklahoma. Is it forty nine to nothing? That's right. Yeah, (laughs) seven straight touchdowns. Poor Grant, dude. Quinn Ewers, man, (laughs) just goes off in his return. Like, uh, pull those stats up. You you got your ESPN app up? I can't find it. No, I got it right here. What the fuck? I'm just better than you. Apparently. So, yeah, Ewers, 21 for 31, 289, four touchdowns. Oh, that's right. They're not in the top 25. That's right. Neither <laughs> team is. I did, uh, did Texas jump back up there uh, this week? Just I would
0: think so. I mean, with Ewers, I think they're yep. definitely a top 25 team. 23, 23. I mean,
1: if Ewers stays in that game with Alabama, Texas probably wins. Man, I tell you what, after watching him play, he, I, you know, I wasn't really buying into the whole, oh, what if he stayed in the game? Like, I am now. It, yeah. If he stayed in that game against Bama, I, I just... They, they almost won it anyway. I know. that like, They won by one point without him. I mean, that's that's crazy. Dude, I just saw this. James Madison University. Ranked. It's is their is, first year in the FBS. Is number 25 in the nation. You know Ryan went there. That's where oh, went. really? Oh, yeah. That's where Ryan went. Our boy Ryan from uh, work. Our other. Our our real job. <laughs> <laughs> We're not profiting off this thing yet. Uh, yeah, that's that's really cool. Wow. So we got Oregon in the top. Dude, Oregon just, just keeps winning football games, don't they? TCU goes up four. TCU's good, man. They are. I mean, I watched them in that game. They're they're pretty good. And I uh, mean, Utah dropped nine spots. That's when they lost to UCLA this weekend, right? That was when they did that. UCLA up to 11. Why is UCLA not getting enough love, man? I mean, I know the Pac-12s is what it is, but here's the way I see this. You've got USC, an underdog, against Utah this week. Utah is ranked 20th. UCLA is undefeated. Just beat Utah, and they're ranked 11th. So why is UCLA not in the top 10? I don't know. <laughs> it just doesn't make
0: any sense. If Brent Venables wasn't – if he was delegating defensive, the defensive coordinating position, the play calling, coaching, whatever, to the defensive coordinator, he obviously needs to, like, rope it back in and, and be more active on that side of the ball. <sighs> he's he's got to fix something, man. Their offense, I don't – I don't know what to say. I mean, they, they've got the right coordinator, right? At least we all thought they did. I know Gabriel was out, um, but even when Gabriel's been in, he hadn't been fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, it, he at least has to
1: fix the defense. Let's look at the Oklahoma set. I mean, you got their quarterback. How do you even say his name? Davis B- Baville? B- Baville. They played five quarterbacks in this game. Look at this. They put five quarterbacks. They threw for thirty-nine yards. <laughs> Oklahoma, dude. Threw for thirty-nine <laughs> yards with five five quarterbacks. It looks like Eric Gray, the running back, threw threw a pass. Um, let's let's see how many of these guys are actually quarterbacks. So it looks like they faked a punt. Okay, so here we're <laughs> all right. So the punter threw one, the running back threw one, the okay, that's the backup quarterback right there. And then another, so two running backs, three quarterbacks, am Got I doing that math right? No, two, two running backs, two quarterbacks, and a punter all threw a pass for Oklahoma Saturday. That's insane. They, as a whole, threw for 39 yards. And two interceptions, by the way. Whoever this Turk guy is. <laughs> one for one, baby. Yeah,
0: the, the punter apparently needs to be
1: starting. <laughs> it's 100, 100%, 100% QBR. <laughs> oh my God. Look at that, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, most of their game was on the ground. I mean, Farouk and uh, Gray. I mean, re- the receiving yards. This is nuts, man. See, I, I was—I I mean, they really spread the ball out, though, dude. When I looked at this game, I was, I was like, you know, obviously paying the most attention to Texas's offense, but I guess Texas's defense or Oklahoma's offense is really bad. I don't. Yes, that's it's, nuts.
0: It's really impressive to have
1: six different guys catch a ball. Dude, if I was a, a Texas, total thirty nine Texas fan, I would print out this box score and I would just just hang it on the wall for Oklahoma. That is nuts. I mean, I just wonder. I mean, Brent has like another year, right? I I don't know how that even works. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, after seeing that, that's the worst stat line I've like ever seen. I mean, truly. I don't know. It was one of the hardest games to watch. I oh, mean, my Texas God. Texas just deep bomb after deep bomb. Dude, do you, do you remember ever seeing a box score where there was 39 passing yards? No. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. So you have to, like, try to not do that. Like, try to do that. That's I, think, I think the only time <laughs> I have
0: seen it was pulling up a box score from a game in, like, 1938.
1: <laughs> where they just run the ball every play. <laughs> that is wild, man. That is crazy. Good Lord. I'm so glad we like found that on, on, the, on the air because <laughs> that is insane. You ready for uh, A&M Alabama? Oh, yeah. All right. This is an awesome game, man. Awesome atmosphere. Uh, back and forth all first half. Uh, Milrow, back up for Bryce Young, had three turnovers in the first half. I think it was two fumbles and a pick. You go to the second half. Bama's kicker misses two field goals. Uh, that really could have you know, made this game a lot, I guess, less interesting. It would have been more of a, you know, A&M trying to come back than anything. But A&M puts them in, themselves in a position on a final drive to go down and win the game. Dude has a great catch. He mosses two Bama defenders down that right sideline uh, to get into Bama territory, I believe. And then Hans King does a pick with nine seconds left. And it's called back for P.I. on Bama. They have a the ball at the th- two-yard line with three seconds left. Dear God. And they just – Bama just breaks up the pass. <laughs> and they win. Uh, this was an awesome, awesome game, man. This is one – so I watched uh, a few games, like highlights um, Sunday, at, you know, just to like prep and everything and make sure I had seen everything. This game I started to watch the highlights because, again, I, I didn't watch this Saturday night when it was on, which is crazy. I should have. But – this game I started to watch the highlights and I was like no I found the full game (laughs) and I watched the full game on Sunday it's just crazy if
0: you tell me Bam was gonna rush for almost 300 yards and 5.6 yards a carry I'd be like okay so they
1: just like messed up pretty good right (laughs) yeah you would think but it was mainly you know I think and and look I don't think Milrow is like a terrible football player but I think it was he couldn't do it he couldn't carry the load 12 for 19, 111 yards.
0: Stats really aren't aren't that bad. No,
1: I mean he didn't play a bad game, but he just didn't the turnovers, man. You can't I mean he had one he threw one interception and I think he had two fumbles. Yep, two uh, lost fumbles. You just can't do that. And, you know, we talk about it I feel like the last three weeks. Mainly because of Georgia, you know, but you can't turn the ball over and like just expect to walk out blowing somebody out. It's yep. Just, it's just not gonna happen. Um so yeah, I mean just, you know, again, this is kind of like uh uh, you know I guess sort of similar to Georgia beat Missouri last week where you know they just escape right there at the end man it was a lot more intense than that Missouri game really when you get down to it and you know break it all down but yeah but I mean, like you said without the turnovers there it's not nearly as close of a game I mean dude you think about this you think about take Chaz always does this you you take three turnovers when you had the ball and and just make those points right so if you make those turnovers a touchdown drive Bama wins this game forty five to twenty. Yeah, that's three touchdowns. And A had no turnovers. Yeah, oh, and that's look. I mean, that's all you got, dude. Win the turnover battle. man. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're minus three on the
0: turnover margin and you win the
1: game, it's a good day. Yeah. So it says Haynes King threw an interception. Does that? Oh, I'm sorry. No lost. No fumbles. fumbles. fumbles gotcha. Fumble gotcha. Out. So they had one interception, but no lost fumbles. Why they? Why they? Put three guys on the stat line for fumbles, and it says they had zero fumbles. The like Mill Road. Oh, a- I see. It's a, it, that's cool. It shows you who picked up fumbles that were lost. That's yeah. Cool. And the Mill Road had a interception, so they were still yeah. minus three for the turnover. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was three. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, this was an awesome game. I mean, awesome, awesome game. And I, I did not expect it to be. I don't know what the spread was, but I think it was pretty, pretty small. All things said, did we have that, did we pick that game last week? I don't think we did. I don't think so. I didn't think it was going to be interesting, that's why, so. No, we didn't. Um, so yeah, I feel like we ran through this pretty fast, but are we ready to get into next level shit? Let's do it! Let's do it. Are you ready to learn some next level shit? Yes, yes sir. sir! Yes, sir! Yes, sir! All right, man. Next level shit, time. What you got? I'm on. Yep. (laughs) I wanted to catch you off guard. (laughs) Next level shit. Let's go. Let's go, baby.
0: All right. So, deemed the most efficient first half for any wide receiver. Gabe's wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills had two catches, 160
1: yards, and two touchdowns on Sunday. Dude, that dude is insane. That was crazy. He had a, I think it was a 98, 98 yard. Reception on like the second drive, maybe, maybe even the first drive, dude. That was awesome. I have Josh Allen. I have Josh Allen, I've Josh Allen on fantasy, so I was like happy about it too. So uh, of course I was playing against against
0: Davis this week. <laughs> it seems to be like a trend, you know. I'm playing against them, they have
1: a fantastic week. Oh, that does suck, man. <laughs> uh, my first guy is uh, I got Dorian Thompson Robinson for uh, eighteen for twenty three, two ninety nine, four touchdowns through the air, and one rushing touchdown. What's your second one? Xavier Thomas.
0: So Xavier Thomas broke his foot. It's Clemson defensive end. He broke his foot in a fall camp. And he has been cleared medically to go for the last few or a couple weeks. Uh, It's just been a pain thing. So if he can manage it, then he could go. So they had him on a snap count this game, which I'm going to read you the stats. I want you to guess how many snaps he played. Like (laughs) I didn't already tell you how many snaps he played. Okay, cool. So he had two sacks and one quarterback hurry. Guess how many snaps he was in for? Um, six. <laughs> he was in for six snaps, and he affected, he tackled the quarterback three times. That is and I mean, nuts. the hurry, too, it wasn't like a, oh, he hit him, it was kind of late.
1: Like, it was yeah. a millisecond after he got the ball out. Well, it, make, it, it, gives me, it makes me, like, have more questions than anything. Like, I think I asked you, like, if he's doing that, and he's in there six plays, like, why don't they just, like, play him? Like, what were they just playing? I, I guess his foot was hurting, and he... Just, that doesn't seem like a foot's hurting, you know what I mean? Like, that's just wild to think that he's doing that, and he's, like, in pain? Like, I don't know, like, that... I don't I don't get that either. Yeah, that's tough.
0: That's at least <laughs> the narrative Clemson's putting out, and uh, I, I, I think it goes to show, too, we've been kind of harsh on the defensive line. They just haven't looked as good as we thought they were going to this year, but they haven't played one game until, I don't think, Brazil didn't even play. So they haven't mm-hmm. played one game with all of the starters, and you said they there. they will this weekend though. I, I, yeah, I believe they will this coming week against yeah. Florida State though.
1: That's big because I mean they will need to get a little bit of a pass rush on that uh, Jordan Travis for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 not a bad player. So uh, I think this is the second week in a row I have Jameer Gibbs on here. I know we like kind of just talked a little trash about Bama, but twenty one carries, one hundred fifty four yards. I just think this dude is so good. Like watching him run is he's so fast and gets in an open field, can get to the sideline. He's just so fast, so fun to watch. So I've got him again for a second straight week. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, make some picks. Let's do it. Oh, all right, this is without a doubt the most exciting weekend of college football so far for me, at least. Coming up, these games are nuts, man. You got a few undefeated matchups here and there, just interesting spreads all over the place. So, or do we review first? Uh, talk about last week? Yeah. Yeah. So we. So last week, uh, Cooker went five and Woo! Dude, awesome, man. And I went 4-1, and one, so that was my best week as well. But, you know, I'm on the year. I'm 9-10, and 10, and Coker is 13-6. Yeah, go ahead and put your money on it, y'all. We'll thank you later. <laughs> Dude, you, you need to start just betting I, money on what you're doing on the podcast because so, he's doing it right. Yeah, so, so,
0: so far I've, I've placed like nine actual bets, and I've gone zero and nine. God. but then on the podcast i'm doing all right and i don't i don't think i'm going to all yeah. right as soon as i start betting
1: what i what i pick on the podcast it's just all gonna, it's go gonna start yeah yeah Look and everything um yeah so nine, i'm nine and ten you're 13 and six and then we're picking i think we're picking six today i kind of just change it every week it depends on what's interesting I almost put like eight games on here so that's aggressive uh, yeah i had to i had to not do that uh, so we're gonna start out with uh penn state going to michigan michigan is a seven point favorite um both these teams are undefeated, right? Still, Penn State is not lost. So, yep. Uh, what do you have for here? Uh, I'm taking Penn State plus seven. I just think that
0: if it was six and a half, I might even go Michigan. But mm-hmm. that solid seven, yeah scares me. Yeah, I'm... Oh, man. I can I'm, see Penn State winning outright.
1: So, I mean, if you're talking about plus too. seven, I'm, I'm going to take it. Yeah, so I'm going to take it as well. Penn State seven this next one really just like boggles my mind
0: i don't know if it's just because people are stupid <laughs> Me and, too, a big dude. Name and kansas is a basketball school but dude. kansas at oklahoma and oklahoma's favored by seven and a
1: half how wild is that man it actually okay it's cool so we got some on-air changes it's they're favored by nine now they're favored by nine so let's now. go ahead and just change that so they're favored by nine. You've got to be kidding me. Let's make sure that others. Oh, okay, the Michigan and Penn State's still the same. I mean, okay.
0: this is one that's just like, what does Vegas know that we don't, dude? Because that
1: it, exactly. it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I mean, Oklahoma. God, they just got whooped. I mean, whooped, and they lost. They lost three games in a row. Um, man, I feel like I need like a lot of. There's a dump truck driving by the house. Damn it, Aaron! <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna. <laughs> To <laughs> show up on the pod, just give it a minute, maybe. Um, uh, dude, I I should have like really thought about this a lot before the pod because I don't know. I mean, I think I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna roll with my gut and take Kansas. I, I, I mean, I don't even, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna take Kansas because they're playing better football. Give me Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean that, that doesn't, a, it doesn't
0: make any sense, but just the line.
1: No, I take it back. Give me Kansas. oh. I'm writing with a pen, man. You better erase it somehow.
0: (laughs) All right, Kansas. Maybe I'll take Oklahoma.
1: Don't. All right, Kansas. We'll come back to it. All right, Alabama is a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in Knoxville. Cannot wait for this game, dude. It's on the same time as our game, too, which is horrible. I'm going to be at our game with my phone out. (laughs) So that's tough. I mean, everything is telling me to take Tennessee,
0: electric offense— even with Bryce Young in, Alabama hasn't looked
1: nearly as good as they have in previous years.
0: Uh, it's hard just to pick against Saban, though.
1: I know. I'm not going to, and I'm going to pick Alabama. I, I'm not. I'm just not ready to say that Tennessee's going to win the game. I, I, I'm i just not. I'm not ready to say it. I'm with you. I'm, 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 taking, I'm taking Nick Saban. Yep. Minus seven and a half. That half point is interesting, but... <sighs> I'm not gonna buy. In. I'm not gonna buy into it, man. I did it. I picked Arkansas a couple of weeks ago over at Bama, or to cover the spread, and they looked they looked good to that point too. So Nick's you
0: know. gonna have them, especially after that AM game, close close win. Nick should have them really ready to go.
1: Yeah, you would think so. And if Bryce Young plays, I mean, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. All right, Oklahoma State at TCU. Uh, TCU is a three and a half point favorite, and this is another. Battle of Undefeated, right? Yep, they're both five and zero. Oh. So this this spread also changed since I did this, and now TCU's a four point, which
0: not a big deal. No, well, not really. What's Oklahoma State ranked? Uh,
1: Oklahoma State is eighth. TCU's thirteen. Wow. So you've got the lower ranked team. Yeah, favored. Uh, I'm I'm taking the team that I think is hot right now in TCU, and I'm gonna take that minus four. I'm taking TCU. They, I
0: mean. I think the number two offense in the nation right now. It's just hard to bet against them. Yeah. I say that and I just bet against the number one offense in the nation. But You did, but you
1: bet. They're rip- playing Nick Saban, though. So yeah. it's different. You picked the greatest college football coach of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's not that crazy. All right. We got it's NC State going to Syracuse, going to an undefeated Syracuse. And they are. NC State is three and a half point dogs right here. They are most
0: likely without their quarterback, Leary. Really? Yeah, I'm taking uh, Syracuse all the way minus three and a half. I'm really looking forward to Syracuse potentially being undefeated uh, in Death Valley for Clemson's homecoming.
1: That would be really, really awesome.
0: Talk about another top fifteen, potentially top ten matchup.
1: We should go to the. Oh man, I have plans that day. I was like, we should totally go to the Syracuse Clemson game. It's a new game. So I don't know if I'm gonna go anywhere. Well, I'm I'm out of town, but see, we we're off that weekend, Georgia. Because we played, We go to Jacksonville the next week. So it be really fun to go. Um, I don't really know who I'd pull for, but <laughs> I think I do know who I'd pull for, so that wouldn't work out very well. <laughs> I'm not a Clemson hater like a lot of Georgia fans, but I don't I mean, I wouldn't pull for them. Man. Hey, I
0: mean when I when I see teams play Georgia, I'm not
1: pulling for Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. All right, so USC, this is the craziest spot. As far as spread goes. So Utah is a three and a half point favorite. Four and two number twenty Utah over number seven ranked USC that is six and oh.
0: And the odd thing too, USC usually gets more of the points because people want to bet. They're such a popular brand, people want to bet them. Yeah. And usually the line goes towards them, not away from them.
1: Yeah, and yeah I don't know, USC this isn't like the furthest road game ever you know they'll bring some fans to this game so I don't know how much home field advantage I don't know how much it'll make a difference you know I'm trying to just I'm trying to just figure out where these points are coming from I don't I mean Utah's lost to Florida and UCLA correct so they lost to a you know a mediocre football team at best in Florida and then you know as of right now a pretty good football team in UCLA so, I mean, where's that program at right now? I don't know. This is, um, what's rising stats looking like? 13 touchdowns, 18, 118 for 171. God, dude, betting against Caleb Williams right now is just crazy, right? They're pretty similar
0: stats. I mean, total offense, South, or South Carolina. Southern Cal is 461. Utah is 457. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utah's defense has been a little bit better. Southern Cal averages 351 yards a game. Utah is 315, hmm.
1: but still pretty similar. I'm gonna just take USC because it just makes sense to me. Uh, what is that? Minus three and a half, right? Yep.
0: Yeah, I'll take Utah. Just I feel like Vegas knows something about this that so we don't. It's Utah minus <laughs> three and a half, right? Um, yeah, my bad. I just wrote
1: those totally backwards. <laughs> probably how that should be. Yeah, well, t- t- honestly, dude, that's probably why. I'm like, really? I was so shocked when I saw that. I just, again, like, look, I don't, I'm not like a Pac-12 huge fan of the Pac-12. But, like, I I haven't watched these teams. Like, I watch, you know, ACC and SEC football. But, man, that just is really weird. I mean, look at the ranking and look at the records. And, I mean, Utah lost to Florida, man. I I know they lost, like, on kind of a fluke at the end, sort of, like a bad pick. But that is just really, really strange. I won't. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh it is what it is. So uh you got any uh thing before we cut it off? Just go tigers. Alright, I love it man. Good dogs.